Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. MLW is finally an opportunity to take a look at the Count Bowers uh, promotion running down south. What's your um, what's your feeling on this company? We haven't had a chance to really take a look at it. Uh, I just started watching it again, but it's the same kind of thing. Um, they got Caesar Duran that came over from Lucha Underground. His whole shtick and whatever, the evil leader of the company, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's just bad. It just I don't I don't care for it. Um, they got some great athletes there, and it comes you know what it comes down to you got to focus the spotlight. They got too many guys for the amount of time they're on TV. You need to focus on guys and get them over. I mean a company like that, twenty guys tops I would think that you would need, and it's it becomes a lot of guys go out there and just hit move to move. It's circus to soleil. It's like all right, it's back it comes it becomes background noise. I don't care. It's a generic wrestler number one versus generic wrestler number two. You know, I, I, I just go, all right, it's on. But it doesn't capture my interest when it, what I saw. But you've got guys like uh, Hammerstone and Jacob Fatu. They're gold. Focus on those guys. Have them on every week. or close, I mean, you can't oversaturate it. you got to develop other guys. You know, um, they had uh, Jacob Fatu versus Kruger. And that was a good match. Kept me interested. Not, not one big high spot flippity flop go 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 there was pacing like i said peaks and valleys if you're always in a peak you you're, you become a straight line and it doesn't matter peaks and valleys bring them up take them down bring them up take them down you know you got to be able to play that crowd like that and jacob fatu comes from the samoan family guy's gold uh you know and and i mean um you had alex kane and davy davy richards as well on that on the show that i watched that was a good match. That Alex Alex Kane, they should they need they can do something with him, and they are pushing him a bit. I like him. I like I like the stuff he did. He did that exciting style that AEW and the new generation likes. But a lot of there's some good psychology in there. It could be because of Davey Richards, but it it was a good match. I liked it, you know. But I mean, you know, like we talked about Jerry Jarrett earlier. Vince McMahon told him you got to focus that spotlight. You got to focus the spotlight on your stars. Not everybody can be a star focus your spotlight on the stars build those guys you know in a company like that they've only got i think it's an hour or so an hour and a half you can't be on there that much you can't be having that many guys going on to that show well similar to to what nwa has a, a bit of a problem with is you need to focus right mm -hmm. yes you need to have your supporting players yes you have to have your 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 ups and downs your ebbs and your flows to make the whole product and try and grab everybody because not everybody's going to be interested in the same segment but you do need to have that special person or people that are the draw right for lack of a better word the money makers right yeah. and so if they're on your first or your last you don't want to be oversaturating throughout the show you've got other guys that you have to also elevate to bring the interest in but as well as hopefully draw some future opportunities that these guys can either be fed to and, and build them up or uh, to draw other talents up as well. Yeah, and, and this is what what you have to do is, is you've got to create some stars. Not everybody can be a star and you've got to have people that can people you're on regularly so people can recognize who these guys are. 
some of the guys like I, I recognized uh, Alex Kane from before when I watched it he stood out and they put the focus on him but some of these guys are bringing in I'm like who's that guy like the one guy I'm like is that Lee Mor like this is how he didn't stand out it was like is this Lee Moriarty I wasn't sure and it's like oh no it isn't I mean it was it was okay it was a decent match I guess but like I said it was it was Circus de Soleil and yeah I mean you, you can't just have that um you know, and then he, they would do some things that are that are embarrassing. They have Microman on there, a little person doing the. It just looks bad, you know. And I don't want to see a guy that's six foot whatever, kicking a little guy like that in the head and doing something. You can maybe use him in some sense, like WWE used Dink with Doink and Hornswoggle and that. But yeah. you can't have that. Yeah. I mean, because that was, <clears throat> that was like. I don't, I don't know. It, it just, I would never have that on my show, and I'm not. It's not to take a take a shot at Adam. Just, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it'd be a better opportunity for him. Um, speaking of NWA, uh, they had a good signing this week. They looks like they've uh, inked Silas Mason to a long-term deal. Yeah, we were talking about him on the last show about Silas Mason, and he's got some talent. You know, he need they Billy Corgan and those guys. They need to bring guys in to help develop talent because that's a big part of any any show. Right and uh, or any promotion, you've got to develop guys and build them, and that and they they built them from when he first came on. I like him better as a babyface. He came out as a heel at first, and he just it just didn't fit. He seems to have kind of got into his groove, so I think he'll be good for the promotion. He's one of those guys you can build on. Now they got to get those other guys. Like I said, there's Judas and get him back, and James Mitchell. Get rid of the other guys, bring him back. I mean, put him him and Tom Latimer. Latimer won the NWA TV title. Can you imagine those guys? feuding for the TV title. That would be tremendous. Those big guys beating the crap out of each other and it would be like a lot of good psychology. That They would be good matches that would stand out from what you see on TV today. Like the circuit, the, as I always refer to it as, the Circus of the Lake. Because that's what it is. It's just go, 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 go. But these guys, it would be that would be a tremendous match. I'd love to see that. The NWE pay-per-view that they just had last week, I was surprised to hear that the women's tag team titles were switched to I think it's the Renegade Twins, yeah, and they were just featured. Well, featured it was a strong word. They were on AEW's Dynamite or Dark. Dark, I think it was it was Dark. They did yeah. Dark, and they basically got treated like jobbers. Yeah, and then they come back to their home territory and they get crowned champions. Yeah, they were <sighs> destroyed by Tony Storm and Soraya. And people go, well, but it was Tony Storm and Soraya. But you still made your company, that company look second rate. Absolutely. Makes the NWA looks like, well, look, they just got destroyed in no time and spray painted. And it, it, once again, it's like, it makes the company look bad. And I'm, I know it's not the 70s and whatever and where it's real, but it makes, so why those people, those guys being on AEW, what would ever make you want to watch NWA to see them? It was different when you had Thunder Rosa on AEW. And on NWA because she was strong on AEW. Absolutely, you got to protect. You got to protect these people, right? If you're going to do a cross promotion, you can't all of a sudden treat the secondary promotion like a second-rate citizen. Yeah. You know because there's no way NWA recovers from that from a reputation standpoint because now you've now got tag team champions who are just made to look like fools. Yeah, and that's the problem. That was so how do you take them credibly as new champions now? Now, yeah. I didn't see the match. I don't know how they won it. But the fact that they put the titles on them after the way they were treated by this other promotion that they're supposed to be having a relationship with, you know, for me, I would be sitting here going, well, if you're going to treat the talent that I'm providing to you like this, 
I wouldn't. I would reconsider it again because you you have no regard for me. Because that happened just before they won the titles, right? The week before, yeah. If I was the Booker and they came, I saw that, and then they came into NWA. What what's her name? Uh, Kylie, uh, the tag champs that before them. Ta- uh, Ky- Kylie, uh, oh, what's the tag champs would have been going over. Yes, absolutely. That, sorry, that's what we have to do. But you promised. Well, you went over there, and you know, uh, you you can't. You can't do that. It, it's it, it. That's just the way it is. It'd be like, well, they're uh, they're they're going to be they're going to be going over for the for the titles. Or sorry, they're going to keep the titles. You're not going over for the titles now. And it's not a punishment. It's just it lo- it looks bad. No, and, you're and, protecting your brand. Yeah, and that, that's exactly it. And it was Kylie, and I can't remember her name, her last name. I'm having a total brain fart here, but part of the tag champs, and then they just brought her sister in. Hopefully, they drop the titles right back to her and her sister instead of keeping the titles on these. I, that's that's the best case scenario I would have had. I just would have had, I just would have had the tag champs go over, in my opinion. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're still doing business for yourself, so you need to make sure that you're protecting your, your talent and making sure you're protecting your brand. So definitely a missed opportunity there. Yeah, uh, it, it just it just like I said, you, you just hit the nail on the head. It just looks bad, and people go, "Well, it's not the '70s anymore. It doesn't matter." Well, it kind of does. Absolutely. Uh, going back to AEW for a moment, they announced that the ROH TV will be starting March 2nd on the Honor Club with a uh, actual television or cable channel to be yet announced. How do you think this is going to do? Do you think they're going to end up taking the Rampage spot? Or do you think they'll just keep Rampage and Dynamite separate? I think they're going to keep... I mean, I don't know. I would have I would have liked to have had it as ROH Rampage on Friday nights because they were on a Friday night spot here on Buffalo UWTV, yep. were they not? And, I mean, but they, uh, they're they going to do different. They, they're going to have them on... They're going to... I think they're going to show what they've got on Ring of Honor... Honor on the Honor Club... Uh, they've got a TV taping coming up the 25th and 26th or whatever. Two days, the Saturday, yeah, the Saturday and the Sunday, 25th and 26th. You get two days, you get a, a taping for dark, yep. and you have the Ring of Honor tapings, and it's 60 bucks. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat that. That's a good price. You know? No, absolutely. And, uh, but, I mean, I think if they get, they start doing this, Tony Khan's not stupid. People can say what they want. I can say his booking's off and whatever, but he's not a dumb guy. So... He'll start doing, and I swear to God, I don't know how he can do it. Booking Dark, Rampage, um, and Dynamite, and Ring of Honor now. But he'll book book those shows, and it'll get over, and he can pedal that to international distribution. Because I mean, they just did the they just did the TV deal with uh, Disney or ESPN in Australia, New Zealand, and that. So I mean, everybody. I think I was mentioning to you. Everybody was talking about. Oh, you know, the, the cons are talking with Disney. They're going to buy WWE. It's like, what about this? Maybe the cons are talking to Disney because they own ESPN, and they're going to get them on the stations, and their contract's coming up. That's right. Maybe they might talk to them about... I mean, the con, this is the thing that other companies haven't had is the the connections that the cons have. And uh, maybe they're talking to Disney about being on ESPN in the United States. Maybe they're going to get Ring of Honor on ESPN. They're looking for content. Absolutely. So that could exactly that could be what they were talking about. It, may, it maybe it's not. Sorry, it's not what they they people are thinking. Oh, they're they're gonna want to buy the WWE. Maybe Disney's like, why buy WWE when we can talk to AEW and get them on the show for a fraction of the price? We don't want to own a company, but we can bring them in and pay them fifty, sixty thousand a year or 
or uh, you know, and then that also gets them on like with uh, the UFC, gets them on ESPN Plus, like the pay per views and such, right? Right. So there's a lot more that could be going on instead of this this tunnel vision that a lot of people have. Oh, the cons and, and Disney want to buy WWE. Maybe they're talking a TV deal. Maybe they're, they're maybe maybe they're getting tired of uh, of TBS and oh, you can't have the Briscoes on because you know 25 years ago they said something ridiculous when they were kids and you know or whatever the situation and, and the way things are going. You know maybe they're like maybe we're getting some maybe they're being offered something better because live sports and entertainment like that is a big commodity right now for tv stations so or broadcast companies maybe they're maybe they're, they're talking about that they've already now established a deal in australia and new zealand that could have been what they're talking about what if because their contract's coming up this year maybe they're talking about jumping maybe and that's you know it's interesting to see with the the numbers that are floating out there i think i saw it was um nine billion dollars is what they're looking for for the wwe to be sold so it'll be interesting to see what's being offered by whom. Uh, I've seen a number of names, everything from the UFC to Disney, uh, to even the cons. Um, who ends up with it? Who ends up willing to meet Vince McMahon's number? Well, oh, Peac and Peacock's out. Yeah. Or or NBC or whatever their parent company is. They're gone. They step. Apparently, they they're not interested anymore. Yeah. So that takes a that takes a buyer out of the situation, and when buyers leave, that lowers the asking price. Yes and no. In, in theory, it's supposed to, but with the amount of big names that are out there, and the generation of, uh, of of views that they have, like since Triple H has taken over the creative for the WWE, it has been on fire. Yeah. You oh, know? it's such. It's a way better product. And so, with Vince not being part of that and putting Vince's ego aside, he could easily say, "You know what." You've got a golden goose right now. We haven't even hit our stride. We've already sold out WrestleMania, and only three matches have been announced. Yeah. You know, so that in and of itself should be indicative of what they're going to be looking for because the TV deal ends this year. And so the thought is that they want to have the deal done before they actually go to the TV contract. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see what's happening in the next few months. Well, 9 billion is not bad. I mean, the look at UFC, they sold for 4. Point, was it 4.2 billion dollars? Mm. And they didn't have as much as the, as WWE has. I mean, they've got streaming deals, they got the Saudi deal, they have the two TV contracts. Those contracts alone those those three contracts alone equal what? Close to not, close to 9 billion dollars itself. Well, when you consider the amount of content that they have. Oh, yeah. They could recycle that for generations, mm -hmm. you know, and the money that can be made, they'll easily make that back in a year. They haven't even tapped into the real streaming they could do with the amount of content they have. Look at, they own every territory for the most part, minus, uh, minus Houston and Detroit, I believe. Hmm. And there's one other like one other promote one other promotion that they don't like they they own the rest pretty much the rest of that con content i mean there's so much they can make so much money off of that you know could you imagine if they deep dive the territories with the amount of content they had absolutely uh, they could they could make a minute like look at the money they made just from was it the rise and fall of wcw just from that then they did the ecw mm -hmm. um the ecw dvd they made the money they spent on what was it they said it was a three million dollars that they bought WCW for, yeah. so they, they bought they bought it for a song they made ten probably ten times as much off of the DVD than than that. 
Absolutely. So. And the number of times we were able to recycle that. Yeah. You know, they recycled it in all kinds of different specials. And it's just well, amazing. then they did the Paul Heyman one. Mm -hmm. And they used the content from ECW for that as well. And they made money off of that. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. 